Welcome to Animoot, and today we're going to be talking about Art Block. Specifically, how to get out of Art Block. Who would talk about how to get into Art Block? Is there a way? Can you make yourself get into Art Block? Oh, there's, there's ways. Just just stop for a long period of time, then you run out of momentum, and then you'll never get back into it again. Oh, there, perfect. You can get into Art Block on purpose. <laughs> I think that's often how it does happen by accident. Just fall into a rut. Okay, so uh, everything Art Block. Art Block themed episode. When was the last time you had Art Block? I find it a bit controversial because even though I've been sort of experiencing it lately, there's another part of me that tries to refuse that it even exists. Because if I'm given a task or there's a deadline or there's structure or there's people, then you kind of just get over it and get on with things. But with personal endeavors, when there is no deadline, that's where things get a bit interesting. Because if you just don't feel it, how do you force yourself to do so? That's more like not doing anything. Isn't art block where you don't know what to do and you want to do something? How would you define art block? Let's put it that way. Okay, so wait, I'll define it first. So art block to me is when you want to be doing, to be drawing something or animating something, but you don't know what to animate. Or you're maybe animating a specific scene, but you don't know what happens next and you can't figure it out. You're just like, well, now I don't know what to do. So I guess I'm not doing anything. So that's where I start to feel that where I'm not sure if it's a real thing or not. Because whenever I feel like that, there's usually an alternative way out. It's not like it's blocked and there is nothing that can be done that day. It's just the task at hand doesn't fit the current mood. And usually shifting gears into something slightly different is what works. So if it's something that requires a lot of audio recording, but that's that's a bit more of a high anxiety task because you've got to get into like performance mode or whatever. Um, what if I don't want to be thinking about that that day? Every time I sit down and try and do it, it just doesn't happen. So it's got to be more of a mellow just drawing task that day. Or maybe the exact opposite. I don't feel like just sitting there drawing stuff. Okay, but now you're talking about how to get out of art block. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I guess I probably do the same thing too, but I'd say more beginning artists and stuff. I'm trying to define the difference between like when you are psyched, but there's nothing coming out versus just plain old not motivated. Oh, okay. Well, there isn't there a difference between as well, not being motivated and then art block. I mean, I don't. Now that I think of it, this is just such a more complicated topic than I thought. Because to me, it seems obvious what art block is. But now we're talking about it, and we're like, well, is it when you're not motivated, or is it when you are motivated but you don't know what to do? Because those are two different things. Well, yeah. I just thought it was perpetual not motivation. But then you started talking about, well, yeah, but you are psyched and nothing's coming out. And I'm like, oh, well, that's that's a whole different thing. Yeah, usually when people um, in my description area, boxes, text, chat, whatever, talk about art block, they're talking about, I don't know what to do next. And they want to do something, but they don't know how to go or they're stuck on a certain plot point or whatever. Um, and then there's the people who have no motivation at all and feel like I maybe that they're both those are both art block because now that you're talking about your end of things I'm like oh yeah there's lots of people who say well I just don't feel like making anything even though I want to feel like making something so if there's two very different methods they would both have two very different strategies for dealing with them right yes okay so let's start with what have have you been dealing with art block lately yeah it's it's an odd one because it's it feels like a 
lack of motivation, but like there's still a lot of things that I want to do. And I write it all down. I'm like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. Um, I think what I'm really lacking is structure and discipline. All right. Well, let's assume that it comes from the lack of motivation because it sounds like you have the things you want to do, but you don't do them. <laughs> and that's that's lack of motivation, whether or not it's because you're sad or lazy or if it's because you just don't want to do no, it. No, it's, it's just not necessarily the right things or in the right order. Okay, so let's talk about that one first, which is you have art block and you don't want to do it, meaning you don't want to do anything at all. How do you get yourself out of that situation? I don't know if I'm the right person to ask you because I tend to sort of just say, just do it anyway. After doing it for 15 minutes, that helps a lot. Uh, the, the key factor, I believe, in all of this is simply momentum. Momentum is the most important thing. Pushing a really heavy trolley from a standstill is more is really difficult. But once it's going, let alone if it's rolling down a hill, you barely have to put in any effort at all. So like once I'm started, I'm usually fine. It's getting started or making the decision to begin a task that I don't know very much about, which is the most difficult part. This isn't really just connected with art. This is like with any sort of uh, new thing or any like adult things like, oh, time to sit down and do taxes now. And how do I do, how do, I do that? There's a, that's completely from a field that I've not got experience in. So I may put off some of those things a bit. And then, you know, there's that scramble but then when you do the scramble and it's finished and you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And now it's easier to do next time. That's a weird example. But it's that's across <laughs> the broad. Like cooking something that you've never cooked before. Like, do you ever get that in life outside of art stuff? Oh, well, sure. So, okay. So sounds like the first thing, the first method would be to just do it. And that if you were a freelancer, you obviously deal with that all the time. You just have to get started. And then once you get started, you can kind of do it for a few hours. And then usually I find if you're not in the mood for it, you get distracted again. And then it's really hard to get back into and it gets worse and worse as the day goes on. But um, so is that the other method you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, which is if you're stuck because you have no motivation, do something else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't do if you, if you can't do the voice recording, don't do it that day. Do it the next day. Um, if you can't come up with any ideas for your comic to go do literally anything else, it doesn't even have to be creative, watch a movie, read a book, um, go tap into some other sources of inspiration and dig around and take a break, take a break. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think there's a one size fits all solution to this, which is why, why there isn't a one off piece of advice that everybody can follow and it will just work as a system every time. That's why we're discussing many options and many different ways to deal with it because there's no one obvious right solution. Okay, so one time uh, I did an experiment. Nothing was happening. There was a particular task I needed to do. I was like, okay, this doesn't seem to be happening. So I just went f for a long walk. It's like, I'm just gonna like keep like being outside until I'm like psyched and pumped and can do the thing uh, and remove every other distraction that could be used to procrastinate otherwise. And I successfully removed any method of procrastinating that there could possibly be came back from outside and sat down knowing that there was, you know, like immediately my brain is just like firing off like, ah, oh, but you, you need to check these things. Oh, like what about that game that exists? Uh, hey, remember how like this anything is a thing that isn't this? You should do that. And, but none of them were accessible. 
but my brain was still trying to do that anyway. It was like, no, you can't. This is the only, this is the only task. You got to do this thing. Uh, and all that resulted in was just the feeling of, well, nope. I firmly believe that procrastination is uh, some alternate form of anxiety. Oh. So I just went for another walk. I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing this and keep coming back and sitting down. Uh, and if nothing's happening, I'll just go out again because the alternate is to like go browse Reddit or something and then time will disappear. And I don't want that. So eventually the solution turned out to be, uh, I ended up having a very productive afternoon, but it was on a completely different task to what that was. I can't even remember what it was meant to be. It probably was like a recording or something like that. Uh, and then it en ended up being a whole bunch of uh, uh, compositing uh, like effects animation. Uh, so that was great. Still got a lot done that needed to get done, but it wasn't the main thing. Yeah, and that's what I've heard other people say before as well, is often uh, when you have a lot of projects going or when you you know have more than one hobby even, um, sometimes you just don't want to work on the one thing, so then work on the other thing instead. So um, usually you'll keep like a backlog of things that you can mindlessly do, so stuff like inking or coloring in animation that doesn't really take any thought you just go through and color the character you know go color 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 um but if you're trying to draft the animation for like the first pass of the draft then you need to be paying attention so there's two different types of tasks there's the types that you need to be paying attention to and there's the tasks that you can mindlessly do so when you're having an off day you just grab some of those mindless tasks and get to it mm. For the motivation stuff, though, that's about just getting started. The ones where you do force yourself. Uh, uh, have you heard of the high bar, low bar rule? No. What's that? That is uh, a method of building habits. where Because uh, building habit is all about consistency, doing it every day. But you're not going to feel like it every day. Uh, so it's about setting the, the lowest bar possible that still technically counts. So if it is drawing every day, it's like a single stroke or like a drawing. Even if it turns out to be like a stick figure on a napkin still counts like 30 seconds. So as long as you can still do that, a lot of the time it turns out that an hour long image is going to happen anyway, because the decision to get started and, you know, getting prepped, getting ready, opening the program, closing down distractions, that's the hardest part mentally. Yeah, so if you build a habit, then even if you don't want to do it, you say, okay, I got to do my one drawing, and you go in and you make a little sketch. But then now you've started, so you can actually open up whatever it was you're supposed to be drawing and get back to work on that sort of thing. Yeah, so so there's one friend who's been doing that for quite a long time now where uh, I think it is the, the low bar is, like say, image on a napkin. That would happen every now and then. Uh, but because that still counts and that is easy enough to commit to every single day, no matter where you are and how busy you are, I don't think he's missed a day in about 800 or 900 days now. And when you're that far in, you are not breaking the streak. So for uh, people who animate and for artists, if you can build a routine where you are always doing at least the low bar every day, then that gives you an opportunity to kind of break out of the the artist block because so i'd be curious to see therefore with the um this difference between motivation or block 
or whatever it is uh, because like one is about just needing to get your act together and do it anyway and the other is about don't do that today go find something different trying to decide if, if it's one or the other is really difficult because in the moment you're sort of ruled by emotion there isn't really the logic or the third personness to be like i'm feeling this right now therefore like we're not machines well no but I, you kind of do need to know why you're having the problem in the first place so a little bit of introspection can be a good thing yeah, well it's good to know if you're stuck because you are frustrated with the project or if you're just maybe you're having a problem that has nothing to do with whatever you're working on and that's distracting you it's good to know what the source of the problem is so i'd be curious to know um if this low bar thing would be a good way of figuring out which of those two emotions you're feeling because if you go into and be like okay i'm just going to commit for 10 minutes and if after 10 minutes you're still like this is the worst i want to die then maybe you should be doing something else that day. Then you know. Then you know it's not because you just can't get started. You know it's because you you don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, because 10, 15 minutes in, you, you're likely over that hump and you've got a little bit of momentum that things should start becoming a little bit easier. I think the key there, though, is to not do it half-fast. It has to be a full-focused little bit. Because if you're listening to like YouTube videos on the side or doing whatever, then sometimes... Like, like, you know, your heart's not in it. Your, your mind is elsewhere. And I think shifting gears can be really difficult sometimes. It's not that I don't want to do the main thing. It's just that my mind is too busy thinking about just something else. It doesn't really matter what it is. Like I get laser focused on something that's super is not important right now. And changing it from that, saying, no, stop thinking about that. Think about this. My brain's like, no. Yeah, I'm going to suggest something else and maybe some people who are listening will get this and maybe the rest of you will be like, no, that's really weird. Meditation. So the whole idea is to learn to focus on something. So typically, if you're starting out meditating, you just focus on breathing and it is really hard to do, or at least for me, because your mind wants to think about anything and everything else. So you're just learning to focus on one particular thing. So if you meditate, that can sometimes help switch to the next task or switch between tasks or just calm the frick down so you can focus on something. Yeah, I agree completely. I think probably everyone should at least give it a try. Unfortunately for me, it seems to fall into the same realm as everything else we've been talking about where building momentum in it and making it a habit is the tricky part. Yeah, you have to make it a habit. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think maybe, and maybe it's because I haven't been doing like a low bar thing. It's usually like a 10 minute or nil. And if there isn't that window, then it just simply doesn't happen. Or like, oh, I'm running late today. Guess I won't do it today. Streak's broken. And then a month will happen before doing it again. So other type of art block, which is let's say you have the motivation, but you don't know where to go next. So I'm going to try to think of a specific example. See, this doesn't happen to me that often. I feel like naturally when I get stuck, I just try going at it from either a different angle or I work on something else. And I feel like the people who do that are less likely to get art block because you're always switching to something different that is interesting or keeping you interested and you're not stuck on the same task. I will say if I'm stuck, forced to do the same task every single day for a week, then I get really frustrated. <laughs> but that's not really art block. That's just, oh, I can't stand working on the same thing for that long. It's where I start to fall on the whole. Is it 
really a thing or is it just the wrong frame of mind? Uh, oh, okay. I see what you mean about, is it real? Being creative is more like trying to like navigate a labyrinth and art block is like, you've reached a dead end and you're just trying to barrel forward into that dead end and saying like, why won't it open and let me through? <laughs> so you might have to go back and explore different ways to try and find the way around. That's seem most of the time that's the case. It's because I'm barreling towards a dead end when there's not enough exploring going on. A lot of the time, up block is just plain stubbornness and refusal to try new methods. It's interesting you say that because I was just listening to a uh, a talk this morning where I think they referenced they referenced someone else, but the whole thing about it's not art block, it's just the wrong frame of mind. Like you said, like you're asking the question in the wrong way or you're not thinking about the right person. Like if you're trying to make artwork and you don't know what to do, you're not making it for anybody. You're just kind of like, bleh. So you need to figure out who you're making it for. That's a really good thought because I know I certainly hardly ever experience any kind of block if it's for a job because there is a very clear goal. Like if you work a nine to five in a studio, you can't just take a day off because you're just not feeling it that day. <laughs> you just get on with it. Like it just happens. Why are you able to just work when you have to? Maybe that's why we're having a little bit of difficulty trying to pin down art block because both of us do this for full time. So it's not really up to us. You know, it's not like a hobby where we're writing a book or something and we can do it whenever we want. There's a clear goal. There's a clear audience. Like you guys are waiting to hear this podcast on Monday. So if it's not there, there's a problem. Like it's got to be done. It's got to be delivered. So we don't really have trouble recording these because we know who it's for. <laughs> we don't get stuck on topics because we know like we, we've got endless amounts of topics to talk about because we know what people are asking for. I probably experience it the most if I'm, if there's like a blank sketchbook in front of me. It's like, I should draw something because I, I feel like I'm putting myself on the spot to just do a thing. Draw something for, for who, right? But if you realize, oh, okay, I actually want to draw something for myself, then it's a little bit easier to pick. If, especially if you can shut your brain off, like, no, I do actually just want to draw for myself. So I am just going to draw my character again but that's what I want to do. So if you're able to make your brain shut up. <laughs> <laughs> because when I do it for my sketchbook like that, like that of course is the first option, but I don't want to draw the same character over and over again because then I'm not going to be getting better at anything. It's just going to, I'm just going to stagnate and draw the same way that I've always done. For, that's you know, where you're putting time. pressure on yourself though. Like if you are actually just drawing for yourself, then who cares? I mean, whatever. But if you're drawing with the purpose of getting better, then yes, you need to go and figure out what the structure should be and then think, well, okay, if, if my if I'm mad and stuck because I want to get better, maybe I should go look up a tutorial or something and, and have them give me an exercise to do. Then you know what to do. I should probably just fill up the back pages with a, a bunch of different exercises to, to pick from. I mean, there's tons of different exercises you can do. So I guess one of the things you can do if you're stuck is go have someone else tell you what to do. <laughs> like, go get a lesson or a, a lesson plan or something from somewhere else. I think ke keeping up momentum is a, is a real big part of this. And it's why I sometimes struggle with taking breaks, because I know if I take a break, it will never end. The discipline to end a break at the right time is often really hard. Unless the break is part of your routine. There's definitely been times, say, like, after this after we, we record a session like this, and it's like, okay, cool. That was like, you know, three hours of 
of, of doing what we do. So I'll just take 30 minutes now and then, oops. Oh, no. <laughs> See, but if you made that, if you made it every time, every time it was only 30 minutes, then you would get used to it. And then you would not. I mean, <laughs> like, who knows? Because I'm not you. But if I build it into the structure of the day and I repeatedly somehow discipline myself to keep following that, then it will happen. Like, I will not come back from the lunch break and goof off for the rest of the day. I will actually get back to drawing. Well, the problem, though, is because I'm shifting gears away from getting something done and to something leisurely. So then that requires the energy to shift from something leisurely back to something work-related again. And, and again, I don't know why that's so easy when it's for a job and why it's so difficult for a personal thing. Uh, however, I do find that if I just don't take a break, it's like, hey, I've got momentum now because we've spent three hours recording. Let's just jump straight into the very next thing with all that energy that's still there. It tends to work a lot better. However, then you've got to be careful against accidentally burning out and wiping yourself out for a while. Usually that's how I work is periods of intense concentration and then one month of just horrible burnout and complete misery. But that's how it is for me. I just have to live with it. Like, that seems to be what works well, rather than disciplined breaks. <laughs> there is a part of me that does like the idea of that lifestyle a lot. And when I have done it, it's actually a lot of fun. It's very satisfying to be so deep within the trenches where your whole world is immersed by this thing. Well, until you hit the burnout period. <laughs> well, because there's like a light at the end of the tunnel where it's like, oh, once this is done, I can just do nothing for like a month. That's what you tell yourself to keep going, but it's never true. No, you never get a month off. Like, forget that. <laughs> but you just said that you'll burn out for a month. No, but I'm still working. All oh, right. Yeah. It's not that I'm not working. It's just that I'm absolutely miserable and not as productive. Then for, there's like this magical turnaround where you just all of a sudden, oh, well, okay, you know, now I'm fine. So I guess I'll, you know, woo, can't wait to make more stuff. It's, it's just cyclical for me. And I'm sure everybody, at least if you sit down and think about it, you'll realize kind of how you operate and learn to plan for it. I think I've often desired a lifestyle that is different to just how I operate. Like spending years trying to be a morning person when that clearly just was never going to happen. Oh, psh. you're always like that, though. You're always trying to experiment with new ways to do things. It's like your lifestyle is actually to keep changing <laughs> and to never be satisfied. Look, I know I bring it up every time, but the one system that does work consistently so long as I actually use it is playing willpower. <laughs> well, so better... Better get that made. Well, and actually, hang on. No, I haven't I haven't mentioned that before because I bring up the game I'm working on a lot, but this is the first time I've mentioned that it's a productivity tool. Yeah, it's a productivity game. <laughs> I've never given its premise before now. Uh, so maybe I should divulge a bit more into what it really is and how it works to help with these things soon. Uh, but I really want to do that closer to release. Sure, sure. Anything else about burnout? It doesn't really matter which type, if it's a motivation type or if it's just a you're stuck type. The solution is usually to do a different task or to do a semi-related task or to take a break. Yeah, I quite like the image of navigating a maze. Like if you're finding yourself stuck, there's there's more areas to explore. And sometimes you feel like you're going in circles and, you're like, and you can't find new areas. Sometimes you feel like you're trapped in a spot. 
And sometimes there's just so many new things to explore and treasures to discover. And sometimes you get out the other side and you can rest. Yeah, sometimes you do get out the other side. I think burnout is a whole topic in of itself. And I think a good way to tackle that would be to take in a lot more user comments. What have your experiences with burnout been? I'd be very curious to see different angles, how different people have experienced it and how or when you were able to come out the other side. Was there a way to engineer it or did you kind of just have to wait until you just sort of got better like any other sickness? Are you still stuck in burnout forever and ever and it's been years and years and you're still stuck there? I I say that, but it might be a case for some people. I know some people, once they fall out of the habit or they they kind of fall out of love with making art and then they don't do it for a long time and then they want to get back into it, but they can't because they're just like, "Ah, I can't. That's a good point. And some people are able to push through the burn for years at a time, uh, you know, can burn out so hard to the point where this entire industry is just the worst to them now. <laughs> yeah. And just have to change careers. So uh, leave your comments below and we will look through them and respond to them. And thanks for listening to Animo. Oh, what? Such you, you a like sour ending. Okay, well, I mean, I, I'm not burned out right now. I'm starting to feel burned out just talking about burnout. I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. It's a downer ending. It's okay. We'll make up for it with a, a positive topic next time. I think we're going to talk about working in small teams. Yeah, I like small teams.